I know what you're thinking. You're saying, Johan, it's been a long time since you've done an episode. In fact, I thought you were done. Well, I've pondered this for a long time with my change in employment and my new schedule, and I'm trying to figure out on how I can include the podcast into the flow of life. Believe it or not, it takes a lot of time to create these episodes. So while I can't commit to doing regular episodes every week or every two weeks, this is still a passion project of mine and something that I feel is important for me to create, whether it's just for me or anybody else that listens. That being said, I think I'm going to play with the format a little bit. While listing attributes from scripture and praying them out loud is the reason why I started the podcast. I decided I want to try to just create a context for the listener to study the scriptures and find these attributes for themselves. So I'm going to begin to highlight a few of the attributes that have stuck out to me, and we're going to read the scripture out loud because that in itself has value. That in itself has worth. And putting music behind it tends to put you in a good position to hear. So we're going to try something a little bit different. My name is Johan. And this is Beholding. I'm taking a long journey endeavoring to find out what God is like using the scriptures as my roadmap. And I'm inviting you to come with me. The podcast is our canvas, and the painting is an ever-expanding portrait of Jesus. So let's pause and take the time to behold him together. Our prayers may be awkward, our attempts may be feeble, but since the power of prayer is in the one who hears it and not the one who says it, our prayers do make a difference. Max Licato. Hi there. Welcome back to Beholding. My name's Johan, and I'm thrilled that you've joined me today. Before we dive into Revelation 8 to 13 in this new format, let's take a moment to prepare our hearts in our minds to receive what God has for us. So take a moment, find a quiet space, free from distractions, take a deep breath. As you do, give the Lord your worries, your fears, your distractions, things that may be hindering your ability to fully engage with God in his word and in this moment. So Jesus, we come to you today with open hearts and open minds, ready to receive We ask that you would speak through your word and reveal more about yourself to us. Help us to understand and apply what we hear to our lives so that we may draw closer to you and experience your love and your grace in a deeper way. Now let's turn to Revelation 5, 8 to 13. Engage with the Lord and what he's saying in the passage. And then later on, feel free to list the things that you've heard from him. List the attributes that you've seen in the passage. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it onto the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Now the seven angels who had seven trumpets prepared to blow them. The first angel blew his trumpet, and there followed hail and fire mixed with blood. And these were thrown upon the earth, 
and a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all the grass was burned up. The second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain, burning with fire, was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood. A third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The angel blew his trumpet, and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood, and many people died from the water because it had been made bitter. The fourth angel blew his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of their light might be darkened, and a third of the day might be kept from shining, and likewise a third of the night. And then I looked, and I heard an eagle crying with a loud voice as it flew directly overhead. Woe! Woe! Woe to those who dwell on the earth at the blasts of the other trumpets that the three angels are about to blow. Wow. There's a lot to unpack here. But the one thing that stands out to me, and this is what I'm going to highlight, is the absolute sovereignty of God. The angel takes the censer, he fills it with fire from the altar, and then he throws it to the earth. This action triggers a series of events that are both devastating and awe-inspiring. But what I find most amazing is that God is not only in control of these events, but he is also using them to accomplish his purposes. Even in the midst of judgment, there is a redemptive purpose at work. And as we see in the next chapter, there's still hope for those who turn to him and put their trust in him. So what do I take away from this passage? We can be assured that God is in control. Even in the midst of chaos and uncertainty, we can trust that he is working all things together for our good and that his plans and purposes will ultimately prevail. So now I encourage you, read the passage on your own. Ask the Lord to reveal his heart to you. What is he saying to you? What is he revealing about himself to you? Read it, pray it, declare it back to him. May God give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him.